0: Hey guys, I'm Kelly Wolf, and this is The Flow Podcast. I feel like I have to clear something up. So when people hear the word flow, they always ask me, is this a yoga class or just something that can happen when you're surfing? But this flow stands for finding love over worry. And this podcast is all about the ways that you can have more flow in your life. On The Flow Podcast, I'm going to share my wisdom as a coach a writer, a speaker, and a mama, I want to give you all the goods so that you can start your flow journey today. All right, let's get started. Do you know what I recently learned? It's like setting the room tone. Here's the room tone. Nothing. Just the tone of a room. That's a thing. Hey guys, welcome to the flow podcast. I'm your host Kelly Wolf. And guess what? I am back in the seat. I know the actual seat. I'm back here. I'm driving the flow train. I'm back in the seat, the seat that I'm sitting in, which is actually the floor because I moved my setup all to different rooms, listening to room tone. I've learned something. There's a tone of a room. Of course there is, but you know. So I also learned that if I put like enough blankets and pillows around me, it's really great sound. So I hope you are enjoying this really great sound. Um, No, I'm back in the seat. I'm back in the flow seat. I'm back to a solo episode. And man, do I have tales to tell. First of all, I guess we should begin with... What's been in my mind about the last, mm, I don't want to say it's been a year because I really haven't tracked it exactly, but I'm going to say it's been a moment of time where I won't say that I haven't felt in flow because here's some clarity around flow. Flow is always with you. Some moments are quiet. Some moments have more like fairy dusty vibes. Sometimes it's working through trauma. Sometimes it feels like you're in an episode of Sex and the City and I'm talking about the good ones. Flow is not walking on air. It's consciously choosing love over worry. Consciously choosing love over worry. That wasn't an audio slip. That was just me saying that twice, not just for you, but for me. Because worry serves no purpose. Worry is the thief of love and therefore the thief of flow. It's the flow killer. So even when things are complicated or we aren't in the fairy dusty phase or we're not in the sex in the city phase or we're not in the creative flow phase or we're just not feeling it. And I'm using the air quotes. That's still an opportunity for flow, meaning flow In terms of finding love over worry, this is where this concept fascinates me endlessly. Whether you're tapping into the seat of the soul, like the seat I'm sitting in right now, or the power of now, or whatever your soup du jour of personal development is, it's not about levitating in the woods it never has been because that completely and utterly takes out life because life is so complicated and life is intrinsically going to have suffering all life is going to have suffering the choice that we make inside the suffering is the shifting potential that that's what I'm talking about so for the last it's definitely been six months maybe longer my creative flow has been en fuego. My creative flow has been really really fiery. But my outward facing flow has been much quieter, and I think that's part of things. It's kind of like tapping into where you are. You know, when you study psychology or coaching, there's constantly this thing about meet people where they are. You know, as a guide or a person who works in the helping fields, the point is not to actually do anything except for meet somebody where they are without judgment you know so the last few months for me have not been outward facing in terms of my energy and my desire and my focus they had been have been and is very inward focused and also really heightened in terms of quiet creation just kind of powerful so recently it's been like oh god it's been like the phoenix rising you know i love to be dramatic it just makes life more fun it actually does make life more fun i mean why not look at life through the lens of the plastic bag in american beauty than just seeing garbage for those of you who have never seen american beauty the opening sequence is this plastic bag that gets caught by the wind and the camera just stays on this plastic bag for like a long time in terms of film time. So maybe a minute? I'd have to go back and look. But it's a long time. And we are, as an audience, mesmerized. But another, another cinematographer, or another writer, or another person telling that story could show that same bag as garbage, right? perspective is really crucial in everything that we do. I was telling somebody recently that I just watched A River Runs Through It, which is the fly fishing movie with Brad Pitt. And the camera stays on a fly rod at one point for like 45 seconds. Now, when you start watching TV or film, and you really pay attention to this, 45 seconds of film time is like, that's insane to stay on a fly rod for that long. But as a viewer, you're completely mesmerized by it. That's obviously incredible skill from the filmmakers. More importantly, it's where we put our focus becomes what's fascinating and interesting to us. And so again, for me, yes, okay, I feel like the Phoenix, this Phoenix rising energy right now, which God, you know, listen, that's the seductive thing that everybody likes. (laughs) I think we can all agree that that's one of our collective favorite versions of tapping into heightened energy, but that's where I am right now. That's what I'm feeling right now. So yeah, here I am. I'm in the um, fairy dust department, just feeling all the things. And this does not take away things that are challenging. In fact, if I stood back right now, I'm actually dealing with a few things that are very challenging. But simultaneously, I'm in this hyper-awareness of the power of choosing the love approach over the fear and worry-based approach. And so that is creating that Phoenix feeling. Because even though things feel challenging or difficult or even confusing they're never confusing when you look at it through the lens of those two options they are never confusing when something seems you know challenging or hard and you sort of take a beat on it that's the finding thing when you take a beat on it it's so damn clear it's kind of nutty Like even asking for words, I've had to use a lot of words lately for various different things for, for contracts and for conversations and for clarity. I've really had to call on my words a lot. And I think y'all know I love words, but this, but still like this was like next level asking for them to come to me in a fairly rapid pace. And it's almost like a faucet, which is just so badass, that feeling. And I know The slow will come again and the confusing will come again and all the things will come again because this is the part of life that we're all in. And so for right this very second, I will identify this energy as the fairy dusty version. Meanwhile, I have to give mad props to my husband. So as you guys have noticed, um, I haven't been a solo episode for a few weeks and that's because I was working on something and while I was working on something, I was away and Uh, Scott had to uh, do take over. Which, by the way, I just want to like get out any confusion in the world through work, and I don't even know if I'm going to say luck, but definitely through conscious work and choices and hard conversations, we are pretty good at balancing our our stuff. Pretty good, definitely not great, but pretty good. Meaning we will both at least say something but for the majority of our marriage if one of us had something we had to focus on the other one tended to do whatever was needing to be done like we didn't fall into that blue job pink job trap which i think is so antiquated now anyway but just on a next level sort of appreciation <laughs> you know scott is next level i mean i can i can say that he is next level I was away for just under 4 weeks and my dad came to help which I'm a bit speechless on that because that's actually never happened before but it turned out that this year my dad retired and you know we found ourselves needing somebody to come and help and he offered and it was amazing and having been having had the last 2 years um be not able to have any connection with each other. And then prior to that, my dad survived throat cancer. P.S. He's never smoked a cigarette. That's a misnomer. It's, but yes and no, but that's not how you always get throat cancer. And so there's been quite a few years of things that have, you know, kept us all from being able to spend quality time together. So having him here while I was away just felt like one of the greatest gifts that I've ever been given. So I just want to give mad props to the two most important men in my life. <laughs> um, men. And then there's the boys, but the men. So thank you, Dad. Thank you, Scott. Another thing that has happened, and I'm sure there's going to be some parents out there that can relate to this, is this, you know, screen addiction thing we've been going through. I don't know if I've dug deep with you guys on this one, but um, and I, I think I will as I try to understand it better because I believe in this so deeply, I can only imagine that I am not alone or we are not alone in in dealing with this challenge. So if I receive any information that is helpful or beneficial, I will share it with you guys. I might make a whole episode about it. I haven't quite figured it out. I'm really, I'm just kind of like wandering through the woods looking for, you know, kindling to build the fire. That's where I am in the process. I'm seeing that it's a problem and wanting to do whatever i need to do to handle that problem and that's this whole screen situation in our household and i've been fascinated by what i'm learning and so just so you guys can kind of put that on your calendar for things that are coming up in my world i'd like to talk more about it i'd love to hear your thoughts on this maybe if you follow me on instagram you know send me a dm Uh, maybe there's a way we can start a conversation about how people are dealing with screen addiction in kids. And I don't, I'm so hesitant to say addiction because I know how complicated it is, but dang it if it's not showing up that way, you know, wow, it shows up in exactly the same form that addiction shows up in adults. So obviously the rational side of my brain is like, um, I don't think this goes anywhere good if left to its own devices. But man, it is complicated, right? Because these kids have their social life on there. They have school. They have everything is connected to these things. So anyway, put a pin in that. More to come. Holidays. Hello. Holidays. Okay. Gosh, I'm going to make some people mad here what do I feel about the holidays? Listen, I get really back and forth on the holidays. I, I, I'm sorry if this is offensive. I really am. I promise you I am. I am not a fan of gifts for gifts. I'm not. I am a fan of thoughtful gifts. Absolutely. i love giving gifts. I'm a gift giver. I love getting gifts. I don't love giving gifts that are just because I feel like I have to Or there's some weird obligation. And I think kids fall into that because we feel this need to like, you know, give them gifts and make it exciting and make it fun and working through that one. What I will say, though, is one thing that I try to do every year is something thoughtful per everybody that will be in my house. And often it's a letter. One year I did um, for my mother-in-law, I did a box and I, I went and found this beautiful box. And then I just wrote all the things that we loved about her and put it in the box. Stuff like that. I do love that. Food for me is super amazing. I love that. I love making food at the holidays when I'm in the right state of mind. You know, it's like what can go into that i say this a lot cuz it's true but like water for chocolate i think you can feel love in food actually i know you can i've been um while i was away i had i had uh ordered food from a local company called the rooted table and you know what there's love in her food it's just so obvious i mean the more you look for it and start to taste it. And I think that's why sometimes people feel so disconnected when they've had so much um, like processed food where there hasn't been any connection along the path. And then they're like, oh, I don't feel right. I swear there's something to it. I'm telling you, there is something to it. Do you know what I've missed? What I've missed probably the most over the last couple of years? It's that deep connection especially that deep connection that would happen over dinner, over a beautiful bottle of wine. So this year, personally, I have made a commitment to make my moments. And that is the tagline of my favorite winery, 1111 Wines. 1111 is a luxury brand and a female-run winery. They focus on connections, bringing people together, and just that essence of synchronicity. They believe in being present, while you enjoy wine and food and company. And doesn't that sound so good right now? I love giving 1111 Wine as a gift. It just hits in a really special way. When you get a box of 11, 11 wine on your doorstep, there is no person that I know that would be sad about that. I love doing this for holiday gifts, which guys, it's gonna come upon us really fast. So, you know, get on top of that. Corporate gifts, or sometimes just celebrating your friends and loved ones. And and people, reminder, you can get gifts for yourself. We can do things for ourselves. That's really important. There are 14 small production varietals in the wine portfolio. All of them I have tried and all of them I love. So today, don't wait. Go to 1111wines.com and get something special for yourself because it's time to make your moment. If I told you all the awards that Vintner's Daughter has won, we could be here for an hour. Glamour, Bizarre, Town and Country, pop sugar, they say things like best beauty product, best skincare, best essence, best serum. And when you try this legendary duo, I think you're going to be a fan too. The Active Treatment Essence and the Active Botanical Serum have earned their spot at the table. I know I'm gonna sound like the proud mom at the school play, but I have to tell you, there are some really important pieces to purchasing Vintner's Daughter. You know, all products don't come the same. There are certain companies that go that extra mile and Vintner's Daughter is one of them. It's not just about the product anymore. It's about what the company does. And this company is committed to their social impact. They are committed to sustainability. They are vegan. They are cruelty-free. This is a clean beauty product. There's no toxins in this product. It is carbon neutral. It has the highest classification that you can get for green certification and they are on the cusp of becoming a B Corp. Guys, if you don't know what a B Corp is, you have to go see how incredibly hard it is to become a B Corp and the commitment that a company makes when they've reached that pinnacle. I believe in investing in things that make a difference and Vintner's Daughter will make a difference in your skin and they're also making a difference in the world. Vintner's Daughter believes In a fewer is better approach. When you go to their website, you're not going to see hundreds of products, you're going to see two. Go to vintnersdaughter.com today. That is V-I-N-T-N-E-R-S, daughter.com. They offer two-day complimentary shipping, and they have a subscription program where you will get your sixth bottle for free. You guys, you are going to thank me later. Okay, so back to my phoenix rising energy okay so like recently i had to send some messages to people and the messages weren't people that i knew they were kind of i guess i would categorize them as like a little they're scary because i was i was i was doing things and and going after things that were typically things that i haven't gone after so you know it was my i don't know what you want to call that like some Hail Mary moments. So when I've done that, and in the past, this is hysterical to me because I'm I'm really realizing a lot of things. Other people, so like a client or or a family member or a friend, I would do this thing that I'm about to tell you for them on their behalf, but I didn't do it for myself on my behalf. But this time I'm doing it for myself on my behalf. Now, this isn't scientific. Okay, this is just a Kelly thing. And I'm sharing it with you because for me, it's super fun. I like to put things like, and just say, it's fun because we're not, it's not scientific. It's not a thing. It's just fun. It just makes me feel good. Does it work? I listen, it has, it has absolutely worked. So for me, I call it like, it's like a a time travel thing. So I'll take you back in time first to explain this. I moved to England from Arkansas when I was 15. I turned 16 while I was there. And I went because a family friend, my dad's an archaeologist, a family friend was going there to do their sabbatical. So professors, they do a thing called a sabbatical where they might go work at another university for a year and do a specific kind of study. So my parents' friend was going to do sabbatical at Cambridge University in England and asked if I wanted to come and help with her daughter. Her daughter. At the time, I think was two and a half, and a handful and a half, holy guacamole. And I was 15, okay? So I was far from a nanny or or anything. And I mean, we had barely traveled at that point in my life. I mean, barely. So I was biting off a lot of things at one time. I was moving to another country by myself to assist with a small child while also parenting myself and starting a new life and going to high school and figuring all the things out that I had to figure out on my own because basically I'm going to help this per- this family. They're not supposed to be helping me. I'm supposed to be helping them. So I couldn't very well be like, oh, hey, can you walk me to school every day and um, help me figure out how to do all this stuff? So it was trial by fire. And the first two months of being there, I was desperately homesick. Like, oh my God. I mean, it was in my bones. It was in my in my body. I would cry myself to sleep every night. So for those of youngsters out there, this is prior to the uh, interweb. <laughs> this was 1993, 92, 93. Anyway, I could call my family, but it was a seven-hour time difference. And so that was really challenging. So essentially, I'm just on my own. I could write letters. They could write back that's how it worked. So what I started to do out of desperation was I would open the window of my room. I would lay down in my bed, I would close my eyes, and I would wait until my spirit, I guess, left my body and I would fly out of the window. And it was wild because it was like it was I could see everything. I could I watched I I flew, like, over the land, the ocean, and back onto land, and all the way into my mom's kitchen, and I would sit down, and I wouldn't say anything, and I would just be with my family. I would just watch what they were doing, or maybe I would go see a friend, and all of this is my imagination. All of this is my mind, and I know that there have definitely been, I think, probably tons and tons and tons of books of people doing this and talking about this. And there's probably a lot more to it. This was just my rudimentary way of feeling connected. And this is the internet before the internet. This is the mind internet. So I learned how to do that and sort of taught myself how to do that. And as I've gotten older and throughout my life, I just would use it in little ways. I would use it when I was feeling Disconnected or lonely, and you all know I've moved so much. So, whenever I would move, I would do it, and sometimes I would just go sit with a friend or ride in their car with them, or never, never coming for creepy energy, just coming to be with somebody. And I never said anything, and I never brought it up to the other people. Although, for another day, I'll tell you more about how that has played out over time, which is just wild because I think people could feel that I was there sometimes. So, this past couple months, when I've been doing these things that are complicated and, and going to um, I I keep wanting to say high level places, but I guess, so we'll call them that There, there are places that some decisions can get made and influential decisions can get made. So what I had done in the past for other people, like here's a story about Scott. One time he was working on a show and everybody on the show was really hoping that a second season would occur. And it was right up to the finish line. I mean, they were like, days before they would have to start filming for the second season and nothing was happening and no answers were coming and nobody was saying anything and it was getting really stressful and one day I said you know what why don't I go and I'll go spend time with the head of the the department and I did and while I was spending time I don't know this person by the way I just it was all my imagination but while I was there I did say things like hey you know Here's, here's what's good about this, and here's what the people are wanting, and here's what you might not know, and da-da-da-da-da. And it's just whatever, energy to energy. And that day, they got the call from that person who I had, quote-unquote, visited, and they picked up the show. Okay, do whatever you want with that. I mean, truly, I'm not – listen, this might not be for everybody, but I've been doing this. Um, I did it today, this morning – went, had the conversation. And I even said, I really, really need an answer by the end of the day, because there's just a lot of things that were parts of that. And I was absolutely not expecting an answer because it seemed impossible. I got an answer like an hour ago. It's just, I mean, okay. So that's what I'm feeling right now. I'm feeling really tapped into that, that ability and that potentiality. And I think that's so fun and so powerful. And I'm kind of digging it right now. And I'm really digging getting to know myself better. I've really learned a lot about myself in the last six months. You know, Maybe it's like building a house and you have the blueprint and then somebody pours the foundation and then you put up the walls and then there is a day when the final, you know, picture is hung on the wall or the lighting fixture is put up and then you get to move into your house and you get the occupancy ticket. And that's what I feel like. I feel like I've moved into the house of me into the seat of my soul. I feel like I've come to reside in myself in the most integrated way i think i have ever felt ever in my entire life and boy you know what it's kind of like the house building it's a process and i think that the the houses that stand the longest are the ones that took the process and kind of went hey how do, how do we how do we do this to make, to make it stand the longest and if the, if it was a house that you know for whatever reason one way or the other couldn't do all those extra things it still looked for ways that it could stay on the longest you know so it said put it higher up on that hill or put this around it so the wind doesn't blow it down you know those are the things that I'm feeling right now that the the work and the thought and the things have come to roost in a beautiful way will things you know (laughs) life is a constantly moving target (laughs) I am sitting in gratitude for having understood that I have the choice, that I can choose love amidst all complicated things. That is next level gratitude for me. And I've realized something about myself through this process, which is I am far too sassy to be the levitating in the woods kind of individual that's never going to happen I'm just too you know I don't know I like my nice sheets and I got a lot of sass but what I do know is that's it for me I will never create drama but I will demand loving clarity I will choose love when things are complicated and hard And I will choose love when they're super simple and easy and right in front of me. So that's where I am right now. Have you ever heard the saying, health is wealth? Health is wealth. That saying never really resonated with me until the last couple of years. Until I realized that when you don't feel good, everything starts to fall apart. Everything becomes harder. Well, I have a solution for you. My friend and owner and creator of Blueberry Nutrition, Joanne Schell, who has already helped women across America to find self-love and reshape their lives through her healthy habits practice. Joanne creates custom programs for every single individual client. Her programs are based in behavioral science, and it will give each individual person a new playbook of healthy habits they can implement immediately. Here's the thing about Jo, yeah, I said Jo instead of Joanne, because you'll call her Jo too, is that she is kind, she's clear, She's compassionate. You get all of this incredible information over the phone or zoom. You don't even have to leave your house. So for me, my personal recommendation would be to do the online Nexus program. This can be used for just a quick attitude shift. And I love this idea of an attitude shift because a lot of these techniques and tools are all going to come from how we think. This is why it fits perfectly with our flow protocols. I know how this goes. As soon as the holidays come around, everything that you need or want is going to go onto the back burner. So if I were you, I would get on board, go to blueberry-nutrition.com and start this wellness journey for yourself today. You guys, we get to sign up. We can sign up today. You can buy a session and you are going to get 10% off when you use code FLOW. F-L-O-W. Again, that is blueberry- hyphen or dash- Nutrition.com where you can sign up and start your journey today. I have a soft spot for Margaret Webb because she's a friend. She's a sponsor of Flow and she's also a person who has helped me navigate complicated issues with my middle child. My middle child has severe anxiety and Margaret has helped me come up with tangible ways that I can ease his suffering as well as put more joy into our household overall. When your child is struggling from being on a different developmental timeline, it can feel very alone and isolating. Margaret currently has a self-guided class on her website called Parenting the Child You Didn't Expect. It's a really powerful course. It has 10 sessions inside of the course, and you can download it and you can do it on your own timeline. She's also offering Flow participants a free session. If you go to her website, Margaret. Web. That's two B's. MargaretWebLifeCoach dot com, and you go to one-on-one sessions. Click on it, and you will see an option for a free flow session. So if you've gone through the self-guided class and you want to keep doing more, I highly recommend reaching out. margaretweblifecoach.com. dot com, and I promise you won't feel alone. So glad you guys are here. Happy holidays, whatever holidays you are celebrating. And I think for the fun of it, for the next two to three weeks, my humble gift to you will be to sit in your ears for the next few episodes and have some of these chats. And I would love to hear your thoughts on all of these things. Please send me an email, kelly at flowbykellywolf.com. Go to Instagram. I am at Kelly Wolf on Instagram you can DM me and if you haven't already please subscribe hit subscribe as my kids say smash that subscribe button (laughs) and rating and reviewing is literally gold you guys it's so it's so special and means so much and I see every single one of them and they matter a ton and for those of you who are out there listening and waiting it's looking like from your Uh, saying, yes, this is the right path. So thank you for those of you who who joined me in that conversation. We are going to put a pre-order up of the book if it is in the cards of the universe. I have a policy in my business and the people that work for me that they are not allowed to push themselves past their breaking point to get something over the finish line. I don't like that. I don't want that. It's not how I want to do things. So I have now put that out into the universe and if if the uh you know all the the pieces and parts work in a way that will allow for this then yes the pre-order will likely come up on December 19th if it does and I think it will wink wink I will send you all an email I will put it up here it will be on my Instagram it will be in all the places and then you can pre-order the book and get them for your friends And I can't wait to hear what you think. It's going to be incredible. You guys, thank you so very much. All of my love from my heart to your heart. I hope today is beautiful.